Yeah, it it was it was really long. I've never yeah. seen a prologue that last that many that that many hours. It, a prologue you like forty five minutes, right? If and that's considered long, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. nah, this one was like almost three hours. It, it, like I said, it almost got to the point where I literally forgot that that was the prologue. I thought you know was doing the mission. I thought it was a part of the game. I thought we were just going further into the game, but. The way that it turned out after the prologue it is actually... Um, it definitely opens up, up. It opens up, and it's a very interesting game. But we're going to get into that uh, mm-hmm. a little bit later with our first impressions. All right, everybody. This is First and Frame Race, episode 198. Myself, DJ81. Um, Bills is a little bit under the weather tonight. He's not going to be here. But we are two episodes away from 200. And like I said, I want to do something special for 200. DJ came up with an idea. I have another one of my own that we're going to do and um, hopefully it come to fruition pretty much this weekend. I will know for certain if I'll be able to pull it off. And uh, if that's the case, my main thing is I will say, if you're listening to this after we are live or you come in later, please, please, please. I highly recommend you to come uh, to the 200 episode because it's going to be a big celebration. A lot of good things are going to be going on and hopefully you guys will come around to be a part of it. Other than that, Today, we're going to talk about CD Projekt Red and um, Cyberpunk 2077, their refund problem that they have on their hands, as well as our first impressions of the game, because I know a lot of people was looking at the game sideways, because the game was looking at them sideways, and we're going to talk about that, and also, we're going to talk about EA Sports picking up Codemasters, which I, I'm going to reserve my um, thoughts about it, uh, but... On the surface, I don't like it because I I am a big fan of Codemasters. I've been talking about Codemasters for a long time. I've been talking about Codemasters when nobody else was talking about Codemasters. But we're going to get into that, and I'm going to tell you why I love Codemasters and what they do uh, with their um with their company and why EA picking them up could be potential disaster. Uh, other than that, we're going to do our intros. DJ, how have you been this weekend? Oh, this week was pretty good. It kind of got a little hairy doing that uh, Washington game for the second half. We were holding on for our dear lives to survive the 49ers. But, um, yeah, uh, it was a good weekend, quiet, got some gaming in, particularly Cyberpunk. And, uh, yeah, I'm just ready for these topics. Okay, yeah, yeah, same here, man. That's the same thing I've been doing. I've been playing a lot of Codemasters. If you haven't seen me already on my Twitch channel, the link is down in the description. I've been streaming the game. Played a little bit of Battlefield last night. Really, really rusty because I haven't been playing with mouse and keyboard for a while because I mostly played a slower slower pace game in Insurgency. So I had to get my um, bearings under me. I did okay. Pretty much... uh, you know, half and half, not a beast in the game, never claimed to be, but I had a lot of fun. We had a couple of wins, which was cool. So I'm going to be streaming a lot of stuff, you know, over there. And um, maybe and, I really, I really need to do a video about that. But what you about and, to say, DJ? And just to add on to that announcement, I downloaded Battlefield 4 on my PC. So you got a partner, son. That's what's up. That's what's up. So that'll work. I'm not sure. I think Pooh has it as well. I know G Rob has he it. Better have it. And I know G Rob has it on PC, so we 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 can have a, a, a legit four to five man squad if we want to do that. So um, that'd be great. Um, Quayface said Battlefield Four on PS4 is popping. I'm actually surprised because it died at one time. So maybe maybe people just got fed up and decided to go back. And, and, then, and then one thing I want to say to Quayface, 
build a PC. <laughs> I think he has <laughs> one. I'm wait. not. No, don't we know he has a laptop. He has a laptop. It, don't wait. Don't literally wait two years to wait to get Cyberpunk. I'm like, if you get it on PC, the the fuck, whatever is that. Yeah, about? yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna talk about that on our first impressions. I mean, PC is is pretty much. It's Where's very that? much playable. It has its little bugs, so we're not mm-hmm. saying it's, it's, it's not it's not you know bug bug free, but it's good enough and it runs very well on there. You know, um, and I've been I've been throttle throttling the game a little bit and I had to scale back a few things because it's it's just that bad optimized. I was playing um I was playing basically like 1080p at um at um 144, and it was is basically throttling with the high frame rate, so I had to scale it back. Um. I can, I mean, I can obviously I did a benchmark. I can basically run it at you know 1440 and 4K, but at 4K is with my rig is around maybe 40 to 45 frames, and on 1440p I can do um around about 55, but 1080p I can do 60 and above. But the main thing about it, I guess we can get into the first impressions before we get to the refund part. The main thing is that when you're playing in the open world. The dip, it, you can definitely see the drops when you're playing in open world because everything else is fine. The, the, the gameplay, when you're playing in closed quarters, you're shooting and all that stuff, it it, it, work, it, it works. I mean, it runs very well. But when you're out in the open world, you've got more people moving, cars moving, stuff is flying and stuff. So it does <laughs> dip. It, even in 1080p, it dips. So it's... um. It, it's a it, it's a mess. They said they're gonna patch it. They're gonna fix it. Cause you look at the recommendations of that game. That game you should have no problem running that game based on what the recommendations are. I mean they're very low. So mm-hmm. for them to, for me to have my PC the way it's built, and for it to be throttling you know under sixty frames at fourteen forty p that that's a problem. But um, other than that, um, the game is it. I, I love the game. I'm I'm having fun with it. I like the uh the story it does get a little bit it, it does get a little bit uh boring after because it's so much talking but once you, if you really understand the story and, and all the ins and outs and, and various branches that the game goes this game can easily be a 400 to 500 hour game it it literally can because when you're playing the game you have the the regular missions but then there's sometimes in one mission you got three other missions you can go off on like you'll get a phone call in the middle of a mission and it's up to you to go back and check your phone if you want to finish it or there's times that you can stop the mission that you're doing and go to that one and then come back and finish that one that you're doing mm-hmm. it's so many branches in the game and i'm afraid that i'm afraid that grand theft auto 6 is going to try this and i'm not sure if that's going to be a good thing for them maybe it will be but i think if grand theft auto does this in way in the way that the the pace of that game is It'll be a situation where you'll probably never finish GTA 6 because their game, their game is more loose when it comes to the linear gameplay. You can tell that Cyberpunk is a linear game. It just gives you branches off of the linear passage. But it's a brilliant way it's done. I like the way it's done. The I like the um I like the artwork. Um that that the artwork is great. The artwork is done so well to the point where you don't necessarily have to have it at a high resolution for it to look good. I mean, it, it, it. I mean, they drew the game very well. The colors are nice. Uh, if you're playing this game and you got HDR, you're in for a treat. I mean, I'm pretty sure it looks beautiful in HDR. But uh, overall, my first impressions, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. If you want to see more of it, I will be um, 
continuously streaming it. I don't know how long I'm going to stream it. I'm going to probably finish the game and then some because there's so much to do. So that's going to be a, that's basically going to be a game that's going to be in the wheel of games that I play on Twitch because I, I can't see nobody just playing this game and just putting it down after they finish the main story. It's so much to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what are your thoughts, DJ? Well, I like what I've been playing so far. Um, let me see. I've had to scale it down, too, because uh, as you guys know, I have a 1440p uh, monitor. I have no HDR on it, but that's for me, that's a good thing. I, I've really so, HDR seems like it's been hit or miss on certain games. So I've been able to play it on 1080p Ultra. Right, a smooth uh, frame rate, probably like sixty, maybe a little bit above. I can get up to seventy-five on my current yeah. monitor. So see my, yeah, see with mine, I've been getting up to about one twenty. I, I can mm-hmm. play at one twenty on mine. Right. So yeah, there, there definitely are bugs. I seen one video clip where a car just came flying out of nowhere. So that's why I was chuckling when you were talking about things flying. I was like, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody was like a car just was flying out of nowhere had enemies clip in like i i actually watched on your stream where the enemy was stuck behind that door yeah and he was trying to shoot right (laughs) i had that happen trying to get out of the wait a minute i can't see too much you probably know remember to probably know the part because we're actually on the same path we're we're both nomads so i was watching i was like yeah i remember when i went through that the one with the the robocop yeah yeah okay yeah. yeah so they had enemies you know pop in and out um I, i'm a little disappointed with the with with the like the npc ai especially driving like the like there's none none whatsoever like they no. they have what like one simple thing it's either move forward or that's or kind of like move like the cars, like the cars don't really move out the way. So they, they, they got, they got, down. they got the drive club syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get you. And it's like it, it, there is a lot going on in the game, and definitely, if you still have the base consoles, PS4. Oh my god! Well, I'm gonna get to that in a second. Keep going. That's on you. And I hope you do get a refund, but you know damn well you should have never got that game on the base console expecting something from it. So, um, yeah, it's it's almost like they it's like you would think that the way this game was supposed to be because remember this game was supposed to be third person a whole bunch of other stuff that they had to take out i don't know if they're ever going to put that stuff back in but you know i'm gonna get to that in a second keep going yeah but the way but the way this game is going it's just like we we may not see those features and some people even talking about oh why doesn't it have multiplayer i'm like bitch it's like 400 something hours it looks like you could that, this said, this, like the Witcher three is three hundred hours. Right. The Witcher three is three hundred hours. This game looked like it's gonna be about four hundred. Dead and serious. Then, and then at the same time, the game coming out buggy. Would you want to play this as a multiplayer? No, Hell absolutely not. No. no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening at all. So I'm like the 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 RPG element is really good. Is really deep. Like it's put together. 
yeah. like ocean deep. Like you got traits on top the, of traits on top of traits that you have. The, to... the mechanic, the mechanics of the game and the way they built it is done very well. Mm-hmm. It's just that the way the game is performing is the problem. I mean, the, the way the game is done mm-hmm. is one of those top tier games where you can put it up there with the GTA Five, Last of Us Two, because the way it's, it's structured and put together, this is one of the games that should have been up there. But the mm-hmm. way this game is put out, it's like you're looking at it. It is it, it's, it's almost like if NBA Two K came out with a game that is buggy as NBA Live. That's that's basically what we're looking at. A game that looks good as Two K, but as buggy as NBA Live. Yeah, so it's I'm like I, it's each individual's preference. Like if you go and get the game, I recommend getting it on PC or PS5, Xbox Series X. I would not get it for current gen. That's where mm-hmm. most of the focus is right now, as far as like the refunds that we're going to talk about in a few moments. And, and they even say don't even play it. They even say they they're even saying don't even play it on the Pro or the uh, or, or the One X. They're saying it's that bad. Yeah, I mean, that, I, 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 I mean, is, I don't, I don't agree with current, that. That's why I said current gen, the current gen versions, but in particular the base model one. Right, that's what I'm saying. That. That's why I don't, I don't agree with plan, not planning on the on the pro or the um one X because they say it's a pretty good, but people are saying like don't do it. I'm like, well, from what I hear, I mean, it gives you a solid thirty, but I don't know. It's just, but let's talk about these um the 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 base um. The base of uh, consoles, a lot of people want refunds of the game, mm-hmm. and the problem with that is uh, Cyberpunk did not talk to or they didn't read the policies of the refunds when it comes to the PlayStation Store or the Microsoft Store. So basically, I'm going to put this on the screen. Before I do that, shout out to everybody who's here. Mr. Ham, yes, I know we lost that game to Appalachian State. That sucks. Um, but we did, in a loss, we got a lot of good recruits, so hopefully the future is bright. Um, let's see what's up, Ravens Nation. I haven't seen you in a while. Tadal, appreciate you checking in once again. I'd love to see you guys. Quayface, I don't think I said something to you already, but you know, you always here. We, we love yeah. to see you. Quayface uh, mentioned, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Quayface okay. mentioned that he, he has a laptop. I was like, yeah, he does, he has one. I don't I, know how powerful it is, but I yeah, mean, if it, it, yeah. I, I'll say if it's at least a 1060 and under the hood, I think you should get the game. If it's mm-hmm. below a 1060, don't get it, right. Um, complimentary sports. Yes, I am on Twitch. You can find me at VF Baller. We'll talk about that a little bit. It's, the link is in the description if you don't know. But um, because uh, yeah, so I stream on Twitch. But uh, nevertheless, we're gonna look at this real quick. I'm not gonna read this entire thing. Um, but basically, I'll read the first paragraph for the most part. It says, first of all, we would like to start apologizing to you for not showing the game on the base last gen consoles before it premiered and. In consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. So, you know what? They knew that this game was like this, and they decided to do this anyway. We should have paid more attention to making it play better on PS4 and Xbox One. Wait, In other words, Yeah, let's stop right there. Saying, <laughs> that right there, exactly. This right here should have just said, hey, we should have you know, delayed the game, basically. That's basically what they should have said. They should have just delayed the game. My view on that is that they should not have made this game for current gen. I know they announced it way back in 2012, but come on. Come on. Well, I'm with you on that. If you knew knew it was going to take this long, 
for this game was to come out like this, they should have did it basically what um Netherrealm did or mm-hmm. Warner Brothers did. They just did not put out um Mortal Kombat um X. They didn't put that out for the uh, out on the last gen. They said, look, all this is going on the PS4 and, and Xbox. Excuse me, Xbox One. It would have been no problem to do that. Not seeing. And, and I think Godfall was the same way. Godfall was built for the PS4, but they decided not to put it on there. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like these companies are trying to make, I'm like, it seemed like it was a lot smoother last gen, like with the 360 going into PS4 as far as making these games cross-generational. But it seems like this one, there's more problems, more issues, more delays surrounding these Look, I was one of the people that said the consoles themselves should have been released a year later. That's like, true. You did say year. that. You did say that. So with this game being delayed as many times as it was, it's just like they they delayed a game that basically was being made for all these different type of um, – for both generations – and they took a major feature out that was going to be on both generations. But if they hadn't taken that, I feel like they should have kept that feature in and just made it for the PS5 and the Series X and PC, and that was it. Like, don't even think about, like... But could you imagine Could you imagine the way this game came out? Could you imagine how it would have been if this game was in third person? It, you would have probably had worse problems. Actually, you actually do get a taste of it. Go to photo mode <laughs> and, and move the camera around while you're trying to do My it. My God. <laughs> do a photo mode, look into a mirror, get in and out the car, you'll see the dip that happens. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like... <sighs> We, I have a mid-range PC. DJ has a mid-range PC, and we're just we're struggling with it. So I can imagine what it's like for people who are like on PS4. I I haven't even looked. I looked. At, I rarely looked at any of the videos, but I can imagine what it's like. And it's a first-person game. If this if this was a third-person game, it'd have been oh my god, this would been worse. Um, Joe Number said they delayed the game about four times already. Yeah, they should have kept continue to do it. Yep. I don't I don't have a look, I don't have a problem with the game being delayed as many times as it needs to be until it comes out. Mm-hmm. We as gamers, and I know everybody here knows this because it's one of the reasons why they you guys come to this podcast. There are plenty of games out here to play. Tons of games out here to play. One game being delayed for a long time is not going to kill the vibe or the joy of your gaming experience. Like you will be able to play something else until that game comes up. Now, I mean, I think that that should have been the move. Now I, I'm gonna say this I'm, again. I'm targeting Quayface because I know he listens to Hard Eight. Do not listen to Hard Eight when it comes <laughs> to any of these games that comes out because he's just he's really picky. He's extremely picky, and if you're not picky, don't. He is. He is. He is picky. Extremely picky. I'm like, it's nothing wrong with being extremely picky. I'm extremely picky with women, so it. I'm just saying, can't just uh, have. I know what kind of. I know what kind of game (laughs) game of heart it is. I mean, he he wants. He wants that interesting, action packed, over the top, big time AAA title at all times, and I don't blame him, Mm -hmm. but. I knew with Cyberpunk, I knew it wasn't going to be that way. Like he was saying, he was saying like he was going, to, he was about to fall asleep sometime listening to the conversations. Hell, I was too, because I'm not looking for 
I'm not look. I, I'm not used to these type of games. Like the last game I played with this type of dialogue, honestly, was um, uh, Yakuza, and Yakuza wasn't that bad, but um, Metal Gear was the worst. Oh my God, Metal Gear was horrible. But Wait, those man, two it, games, it's two okay. How you picking with how, how you picking with Hey man, it's called standards, bro. He too young. He don't understand. Yeah, he don't understand that. Yeah. It's like if it walks. <laughs> that's his mentality. No, but yeah, like I said, I, I I totally understand you know where Hardy's come from because I like those type of games too. I'll sit there, I'll play Gears, I play you know Battlefield, I play The Last of Us, I play The Order eighteen eighty six. I like to play those games that's constantly moving, constantly going, and gives you a great experience. But you know, I took a chance when I saw this. I was like, yo, this is gonna be a day one for me, and I still stand by it because it does have it does have those moments. <laughs> It does have those moments, but the problem is it does slow down a bit, and I get a little bored with it as well. And I just wish that the bugs was not was not there as bad as it was. Um, let's see. They said they'll fix the bugs and crashes. The first round of updates will be released within the next seven days. This was on, what, December 14th, which is my birthday. So they, we'll see one within this week. After the holidays, we'll continue to work. Two large patches, one in January, another one in February. So this game may not even be um may not be up and running like everybody as a collective wanted to be played by February. By then, this game should be maybe $24.99, $29.99. This game should be a $30 game by then. I mean, that that's my that's my uh that's my opinion. That's my opinion. But uh, let's see. Oh, go ahead. I was sitting here laughing at Joy Novice. He was like, DJ be like, nah, your big toes are two different sizes out past. <laughs> Man, you got, I'm, I'm serious. You got to be picky these days. And, and it's the same with the, just to bring it back to the games. That's the way you got to be with these games. You can't just like this grab is a, every single game and, and, and turn it into something. That's not this is a works. prime example. This is a prime example of not buy, you should not buy games day one. And luckily, you know, if I'd have bought this on the PS4, which I it was gifted to me on the PS4, which is cool. But if I'd have bought this game on PS4 with the same mentality I had, saying that this was a day one purchase, I would have been pissed. Luckily, you know, once I heard about what was going on on the on the consoles, I just went to go ahead and say, I know I got the game for free, but the person who gave me the game said it's fine. He understood, so I end up get just buying the game on PC, and I, I never looked back. <laughs> Um, let's see where we at. We will be informing. We'll be informing you about the contents of patch uh, each patch ahead of their release. They won't make the game on last gen look like it's running on a high spec PC or next gen console, but it'll be closer to that experience than it is now. So basically, they're saying the last gen version will probably be, um, let's see, 1080p 30 on base consoles, probably 900p 30 on um, the base uh, Xbox One. I mean, and that's all you can ask for nowadays. I mean, with those consoles, you know, you should get 10, because all the other games run 1080p 30 on the base PS4, so they should get that at least. For the Pro, I think the Pro should give you a 1080p 60 option, a 1440p 30 option like The Last of Us. The Xbox One X, they should give you a 4K 30 option since it's the more powerful console. I, I, don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that, but by then, this is February, by February, nobody's probably going to be wanting to play this game. I'd be highly surprised. Now, but, I'm, what glad, do you think? I'm glad they made that clear at the end of that second, because no shit, it's not going to be like a PC or, or next-gen console, so, you know, that you already were 
the, the company as a whole was already in a hole when they took out the third person features and mechanics and stuff like that that they previously had in games. So, you know, with these current gen, the P- especially the base PS4 and the, and the Xbox Ones, they better minimize their uh, expectations for that whatever they're trying to fix. Yeah, they're gonna have to. I mean, I mean, like who even said nine hundred p? I like look that that's how the the base Xbox One. That's how it runs. I mean, p is what it's probably running right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but I mean nine hundred p between nine hundred and seven twenty p. That's how it runs. I mean, I think even with um Tekken Seven, Tekken Seven runs at seven twenty p. You know, I think it's sixty, maybe thirty on the base Xbox. I mean, it's, it's abysmal. Man. It's really bad. It's like. You- you the base Xbox off. One is the only thing the good good thing about the base Xbox One is playing Forza. You'll get a sixty frames per second, you know, or and in the Halo a Master Chief collection. Those two games or a pack of games, you'll get your sixty frames consistently on the base Xbox. Other than that, you have no reason to play any other game on the base Xbox. I tell just, you, there's I, no reason. I tell you this much: you'd be better off running if you're going to use the base model. PS4 and Xbox, you're better off getting a floor model TV to run that game with. That's 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 how bad it is on base. You you might as well get that floor model, those like 1970 floor models, like <laughs> the old CRT, yeah, the SD standard definition. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be right. non-standard definition. That's <laughs> so, crazy. Joe number said, "Be being fully first person to what turned me off." So I I get it. A lot of people wanted this game to be third third person. That's how it was originally supposed to be. It was kind of it was basically supposed to be like how The Witcher was in the, in the same camera angle. Because mm-hmm. uh, but what happened was they just uh they they changed it for some reason. And I think I, I think knowing what we know now, I think we know why they changed it <laughs> because the game is running terrible. Like we were saying earlier. The game is bad on first person view. If this thing's on third person and you was moving around in the third person, oh my god, they, th- this game would have probably been running like at five frames on on the base PS4. Uh, it'd have been horrible. All this, this let's see. I have a question to ask people in the chat for those that have Cyberpunk. How many of y'all pl- are playing as a as a female? Me, me. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to do a female because every other game I, I mostly play with like guys, so I, I decided to build a female female on this one. All right, no complimentary I'll just, sports. Nine hundred p is not Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis is two forty p. What you saying, DJ? I'm gonna just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, let's see. And, and, the, and the thing is, it's it's not, it's not. I'm not. I'm not throwing shade. I, I just know about something that you may encounter. <laughs> okay. Uh, Xbox Series X getting that one one twenty on message. Yeah, they they finally get. Well, I ain't gonna say they finally. They are getting that. That's gonna be pretty cool. I wonder how many people try to play that online now because of that. They're gonna their their, their fingers gonna be sliding all over the place trying to play that uh, one hundred twenty frames on with a, with a with a controller. That that's gonna be an experience. Uh, let's see. Yeah, their eyes are gonna be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be all over the place. They they're not gonna be able to keep up with a controller with that that high frame rate. They that they're gonna they're gonna have to learn how to play a game all over again. Yeah, because I was because when I downloaded Battlefield Four, that was the first time playing something above sixty. I was like, right. 
I didn't mean to take that down. Let's do go to this last paragraph real quick. Yes, baby. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, here you go, baby. Thank you. You're welcome. My son stole a pillow and bought it in here. Uh, and she wanted it back. She said, finally, we would like to, we always would like everyone who buys our game to be satisfied with their purchase. We would appreciate it if you would give us a chance. Well, I wouldn't if I'm on console. If you're not pleased with the game on your console and do not want to wait for updates, you can opt for a refund of our copy. Now, this is where it gets really good. Mm. For copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system of the PSN or Xbox, respectively. For box versions, please first try to get a refund at the store where you bought the game. Should this not be possible, please contact us at uh, helpmerefund at cdprojectriot.com. Refund. That sounds like a that sounds like some scam. Right. Help me refund, and we'll do our best to help you. Starting from the day, you can contact us for a week up until December twenty first. All right. Let me let me tell you this right now. If anybody know anything about PSN or Xbox, if you buy a game, you can get a refund only if you have not downloaded the game. If you downloaded the game, you're done. And that's what a lot of people are trying to figure out. Like, well, hell, I had to download the game to know the bugs were in it because I played it. I've downloaded it, played it, seen the bugs. Now I want a refund. And you're telling me you can't get a refund. So Xbox... They're a little bit less restrictive on it, but it's pretty much the same thing. Box versions, if you open the game, you can go to GameStop and see how much store credit you're going to get because they're not giving you the game back. It's a brand new game. You probably bought it three days ago. You bought it for $59.99 plus, and you turn back around to try to get store credit. You may get $7. <laughs> I mean, that's just how they roll. Like, like GameStop may give you $7, and that's generous. Man. So um, people who bought this game, they're, they're SOL. Um, I, I don't know what to tell them. I mean, I, I, what are your thoughts, what? DJ? Sony is like, look, you burned us with MLB the show, and that was on us. <laughs> this is not us. <laughs> so you're going to have to talk to them, and they're going to have to talk to us because our policy stands just like a uh, just, just like the chance of reviewing pass interference calls in the NFL now is no chance for Sony you're getting a refund. And, and, and then at the same time, again, I go back to the fact that if you have a base PS4 and you bought Cyberpunk, you should not get a refund. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> this game was not meant to be played on a base console. You're asking for it. All right. So this is going to be great. I'm glad I pulled this up. I finally I found this on the first link. Confusion over Cyberpunk 2077 refunds as PlayStation and Xbox denies request. Nah, update. <laughs> yeah. So update. CD Projekt Red has no special agreement in place ah. for Sony and Microsoft for refunds. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, CD no, go ahead. What you about to say? Like, hey, we're going to make sure everybody get the refund. Sony and Xbox like, what? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Wait, why, why are you going to tell us? <laughs> right, right. Your Some game, Cyberpunk... <laughs> some Cyberpunk 27 refunds requests are reportedly being denied, not some, but a lot, by PlayStation and Xbox, despite developer CD Projekt Red stating on Monday that unhappy customers could get their money back. Let's see. Um, okay, they said that's Digital Foundry said something. 
reports. Reports emerged over the weekend that some players are unhappy. Managed had managed to claim PS4 refunds on the basis that the game was faulty, and they should get game. They should get it back to get the money back because the game is faulty. Now, in a statement issued Monday, CG Pro, CD Projekt Red conceded that it should have paid more attention. You ain't paid no attention. You just said we don't care. Uh, players improved over our experience, but also said customers not wanting to keep the game could opt for a refund, something that would help them if they were having difficulties getting. And you, you can't help. So these are people right here saying that they, they um, put their uh, screenshot of their chat with the uh, with PlayStation. And this is another one. Look at this one right here. <laughs> Dude said, Xbox support. Why can't I get a refund on Cyberpunk? That should just say straight up request denied. <laughs> You know what's funny? Because I remember when I got my refund from Sony way back in the day for MLB The Show. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have to go through like any tech or anything. I just literally just called their ass out because it was just like, look, this is what you said. It was coming out at midnight. It didn't come out at midnight. That's it came out like 3 o'clock that afternoon, right? right? I was like, I had to go and get the game physically. Give me a refund. I had to had to do what I did to uh, Shopmaster when I got that free... Uh, what was it? <laughs> I forgot what game I got free from him because I came in. I was like, I'm getting this whatever game, and then I won the contest. <laughs> hey, check this out! And PlayStation Network refund denial. Look at their look at their email uh, address. Do not reply at <laughs> sony.playstation.com. So you don't get the refund. Don't even don't even hit. Don't it even back. don't even yeah, don't they tell you do not reply. I said thank you for a recent call to Sony Interactive. Your request or the refund a Sony Network purchase. A net places network person have been denied. The request may be denied due to, but not limited to, unable to validate the account or the content mm -hmm. purchase was already used. And here's that's the thing. thing. A lot of people saying they, they, it's already been used because they downloaded it already. Now, here's the thing. What about the people that changed their usernames? Not saying that they bought the game under one username and then changed the username. I'm talking about as overall. Because if you bought it under one username and Sony was already having difficulties with the whole name changes and how right. it's supposed to sync with current games. And I wonder if that plays a factor as well. Because you're tr they're trying to verify, okay, this game belongs to so-and-so. Are they really so-and-so? That's a good question. Um, Sony introduced a new PlayStation Store refund f policy, which last year, last year, which gives users 14 days to cancel PS4 digital purpose purchases. The terms cover pre-ordered content as well as release games and DLC that players have not yet started to download or stream. Not yet started to download or stream. That's what their policy says. <laughs> not yet started to download. If you All downloaded it already. Yeah, or if you're streaming. Right. Now it says, in cases where the user has started to download or stream the purchase content, Sony so, says they are not eligible for a refund unless the content is faulty. Unless the content is faulty. See, people should get their money back because of this. This right there. So how in the hell? I, I don't know. That that don't stream know. is, that, that whole streaming is, uh, an, is an out. Right. For them not to give you your refund late, but you streamed the game. You were streaming for five hours. The must the game wasn't that faulty. <laughs> you for five hours. Right. Yeah, we saw you. We had one of our people in your stream. 
Yeah, I bet. Xbox <laughs> refund terms for digital games read all sales of digital game products are considered final, but we understand that they may be uh, extenuating circumstances. I think this is one of those. I, I would think this is one of those circumstances. When you request a refund for these products, depending on the purchase or content type in determining refund eligibility, we consider a very variety of factors time like time, date of purchase, time since release, and use of product. And we already looked at that. Uh let's see. They con we contacted Microsoft to ask companies there if they're working with CD oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> See if they're working with CG CD Project Red to facilitate refunds and whether exceptions to their normal refund policies being made in case of in the case of uh, Cyberpunk update. In a statement, Xbox suggests that its treatment of Cyberpunk 2077 uh request was consistent with the aforementioned terms and conditions. That means no, we're not going back in that. Yeah, update okay. number two. <laughs> CJ Project Red addressed the subject of refunds during a conference call, which um, I mean, conference got focused on the troubled launch of 2077. Let's click that. I'm gonna see what the hell that is. Oh boy! Full transcript of CD Project Red's I mean, CJ Project Red's emergency web call covers last gen and future. Oh, this should be good. Uh -oh. Let's see. Just like that. Where, where, where? Yeah. Policy. Okay, here it is, right here. Uh, did it start right there? Oh, no, it's right here. Firstly, could you give us some more color uh, on the impact you had over the sales of the first four days since the release of last-gen consoles? Definitely, we saw initially good sales, especially on PC. Sir, sir, you said last-gen consoles. Shut up. That was selling very well. You see how he threw that PC in there, right? Deflection. Huh? Yeah, he said he, yeah, he threw that PC in there real quick. <laughs> um... Let's see. On Monday, it's far too early to give you detailed feedback. Like, do you think you could have released this game on last gen consoles in the way that you wanted if you had more developers? Was it a workflow issue? Uh -oh. In terms of delivering a game at a certain point, it really not about the number of people. I mean, it's not like they were thrown in the last in the last month. I don't know. An extra two hundred or one hundred people or something of that kind. <laughs> Yo, they looking for two hundred more people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, let's, Yo. Let's, re let's remind everybody they released The Witcher 3 which was a very good game not as buggy as this game not even close not even close so wow. you would think they would have been able to do the same thing I, I don't know they said they want 200 or 100 more people <laughs> would actually help so the answer is no it's not related to the fact that we could have thrown two, three, or five hundred more people into the battle and made things happen. You see how he switched that around like three times? He well, said it's not about the number of people. And then he said, I don't know, an extra 200 or 100 would help. Then he said the answer is no. <laughs> He's all now, over the place. Now, this is where they went wrong. They got two, how many? They got what, two different people? How many people answering, this, answering these questions? They got I see like Adam, yeah, uh, Marcy. Like Michael, PR, yes, five people. It's five people. They shouldn't have had that many people. They should have had one person answering all the questions. It should never be like five because you know they look at each other like, why the fuck you say that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Because when, hey, when, hey, when dude said we could have used 200 more people, they're like, they're like what? <laughs> All right, thinking forward, your digital content that you're planning to launch over the next two or three years, how do you feel about your ability <laughs> to be able to release a couple of DLCs next year? See, this right here, this question right here, 
that this question right here is going to get the investors to run clean up out of the uh, out of the room if they say the wrong thing. He said, actually, to be honest, it's too early to judge at the moment. Please let us handle the situation and please let us make more assessments. That's it's it. still ahead of us, so we don't know yet. We are focusing on approving Cyberpunk and we'll discuss it early next year. That's probably so, their best answer. Yep, yeah, that probably is. So they're basically telling the investors, please don't leave. <laughs> What's Adam's position within the company? I would like to know because he seems like he has the he had the best answer. Hold on, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find out. Hold on. Now I, I will go back and find out. Yeah, because to suggest that, like, from what's his name, Marching, and I always yeah, the other guy? know how to say his first name because Marching Gortat used to play for the uh, right. Washington Wizards. So I know. So Marching talking about. Let's see. Here we go. We are here's actually a not encouraging gamers to return it. What? Yeah. Here's the question. Let's go to the question first. Let's go to the question, but he said, I've seen yeah. that you're offering refunds through the console platforms, also through retailers. Have you seen a flood of refunds coming in and that you're having to deal with, or are most of the people who've already bought the game holding on to it, trusting you that you will make it more playable? So Marcia said, we're actually not encouraging gamers to return the game. We hope that they'll give us a chance to improve the game on origin consoles. Oh, hold on. There's stop. Been... Stop right oh, go ahead. There. Stop right there. <laughs> They that's twice that we've heard it, 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 in the main apology and and what Marchan just said. Give us a chance, nigga. I think, I think, I think he, he probably wrote the main apology. He probably he probably wrote the main apology. He didn't, but the company didn't give gamers a chance to fully. Oh, oh no 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 no! Listen, he listen. It, it gets better. He said. There was one fix last week, and there's another coming in in seven days. But there's an option. We gave them an option. We tell them to ask for a refund. If that's not possible, then we are also providing help with that. As of today, it's too early to say how many refunds there are because we it, we just started it. And we sincerely hope that gamers would rather wait for the update because they are waiting so long for this game. But then again, it is our humble hope that we will assess the situation in a couple of days when we're able to see numbers. <laughs> now, now, here's now here's the thing. There's another part that plays a factor in why this game came out in the state that it was. I kind of look at this thing overall as a 90-10 leaning towards the company's fault in this game coming out buggy. The other 10% has to go on the on the gamers themselves because a lot of us tend to want games to come out now, like as soon as possible. Like once a game is announced, which was in 2012. Right. And now the game's released eight years later, almost Duke Nukem style release going on here. But, um, <laughs> look what franchise was that we out here getting the where's my hug treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But it's like we we as gamers we do want games to come out as soon as possible. But at the same time, we want companies to release quality games as soon as possible. Right, Not right. Buggy ass, like, and especially trying to they they this. Also, is another case of serving too many masses. You're trying to serve the last gen crowd along with the current gen and PC crowd. No, this I mean next gen and PC crowd. You should have been just worried about the PC and next gen crowd. Fuck yeah, they should have. They should. They should have cut it off and just told everybody like, right. look, this game is not coming out for the base consoles. Um, maybe they could have got away with it if they just tried to build the game for the Pro and the One X. 
they may would have got away with it, but the way it looks like this should have just been a next gen game. Nah, they, been... nah, CD Projekt Red should have flashed that Michael Jordan meme like "fuck them kids." <laughs> 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 All right, here's, here's another on last gen console. This is gonna be this is gonna be another good one on last gen console. Do you think that you need to have more external testing? Is the process here is that everything has been too in house? So they're asking this should a third party should have came in. Here's Adam. Adam, what we have an internal Q and A department. We are working with external companies as well. Okay, that's good to know. Maybe one thing that didn't help us is COVID nineteen nope, as nope, internal can't. testers. <laughs> they can't use that excuse. <laughs> hey, hey, he straight no deflected COVID. again, right? Yeah, because here's the thing. There was no COVID in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2017, 2018. Into the tail end of 2019, probably as early as November. Even so, don't be test centers and if they're not there they're not able to work okay we hear that yeah okay but EA, EA allows people to sign up for beta uh, testing yeah. Q&A and I, I'm actually a part of that program so like if I get selected they just send the code to me and I right. play it and get whatever so that's exactly that's available on CD Projekt right, right there or on multiplayer, on multiplayer, you surely won't rust that in the pro into that process. Given what you've seen now, yeah, <laughs> should we really be thinking about twenty twenty three at the earliest of an arrival of that? First and foremost, well, oh, he's trying to get he's trying to get smart. He said, first and foremost, <laughs> <He's> like, hold <laughs> up, <laughs> right? He's trying to get smart. First and foremost, we haven't confirmed any data that yet. As I said before, it's hard to judge. Now we're in a situation which was not planned. Yeah, it was you planned it for this game to be out fucked up. That's what you did, and we'll assess. <laughs> we will have to reassess where we are, and that's the plan in January. Now, we are managing the situation of the single player. We are working on patches and communication, as I said from the very beginning of this call, to be focused. Focus on gamers, and then we'll look at other further plans. Wait. Let's the, see. Okay. Let, let me go back to let me, Let's go back to that, that paragraph. I'm going to give the, the, the translation of, of that paragraph. Who said who said anything about multiplayer? You, you say something about it. Oh, let's get the fuck out Micah said, I'm not Micah, but he said, there's a question to Micah. He said, should we take it that you felt that it was very important that the game shouldn't, oh, this is good. Shouldn't it, shouldn't we take it that you felt that it was very important that the game shouldn't be delayed until next year or simply that you underestimated the extent at which last gen version was not going to be the way it should be. Okay, let, let's translate that question. Oh, Did you want to rush the game and not delay it anyway or you, uh, or you just didn't care about last gen version at all. <laughs> or here's the other translation. Do you really think anyone cares about the last gen version? Do you you should have just made this game for next gen, the, right? For next gen. What are your thoughts? Well, well wait, listen to listen to the answer. It, it, it makes more sense. Cause Michael said it was more us looking at next gen and PC performance. Rather than current gen, yo, at least that now that now that is like that's probably like the second most honest uh, answer right there, because you could tell that we definitely did not spend enough time looking at that. So I would say that we felt that external or internal pressure, you know, 
to, you know, launch on the dates at any other than normal pressure, which typically coincides with any release. That was not the cause. Meanwhile, the other two people were answering questions looking at him like, the fuck? <laughs> right, like, bro, for? why would you tell him? Why would you tell him that we didn't care? He was, that what he said. Like, he was concerned about next year. And he, I mean, Kurt, you just told him we were concerned about next year. I just said we were looking at Kurt. <laughs> I know you're right. You're right. Cause the last couple of answers he did say they like we're looking at to fixing it, and he's like, no, we weren't looking at it. <laughs> Told Yo. you one voice, one person should be answering these questions. I wonder if they were all on Zoom, like the fuck. <laughs> right. Like in the certification oh. state, presumably Microsoft and Sony always get the games that still have bugs and decide that they're going to be okay. Partly on the basis of discussion that you, with you, that there will be fixes. I understand that correctly, or do you feel somehow that the certification process failed to identify on just how underperformed? You know what? Let's stop right there. We can talk about we can talk about CD Projekt Red all we want. We can do that. But I do have to put the blame on Sony and Microsoft a little bit because they do have to certify these games that come out on their platform. I know they saw this game on the base PS4 and the, and, the, and, the, and the Xbox One, the base Xbox One, and they saw this and said it was okay. And I guess they thought on the back end that CD Projekt Red was going to come out with a day one patch or so. Maybe they thought the day one patch was going to fix this, but it didn't. But still, I... Sony Just, and Microsoft, they were banking on the next gen money. You could tell yeah, that they were. Yeah, because but, here, here's here's the backup VF's claim. Look at Maximum Football, Axis Football. Look particularly Axis Football. How many times did they have their had their games sent for certification uh process get sent back? Like dozens. multiple times in multiple yeah. years. Yeah, they. I mean, what eighteen? Were, not even eighteen. The ones before Max, because Max, y'all got to think about it. Max eighteen was the first game that was certified for consoles. Mm-hmm. But they've been trying to get on consoles since the game first was released, the right. very first one. So they've been going. They because I remember it used to be like this big announcement every year that it was going to go up for certification. We'll find out in a week. And eighteen was the first game that actually got the certification. Now, this game went through the same process but the problem was they knew that this was a big title was a lot of hype behind it so sony and microsoft let it ride yeah it's like it's like that meme with the uh guy who's just like just raving his hand and people get just getting through like he's just like right simple yep with the the, the lackadaisical security (laughs) yeah but if it was like a game that's not gonna make that much money they're like the secret service like no you gotta wear your mask you can't be right you're like oh axis <laughs> like oh, Axis might make a hundred thousand dollars. Nah, you can't come in. Oh, CD Projekt Red with Cyberpunk, you you gonna make about 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 five or ten billion? Oh yeah, y'all can come on through. We don't care about the bugs, right. you know. So that so the blame is kind of laid on Microsoft as well and Sony. Yeah, that's, that's why they, that's why they hesitate to give these refunds. But like, yep, because yep. on the on the on the on the final process, it is their fault. Yeah. That's true because they could have denied them. Are you yep. confident that Are you confident that last gen machines will be able to produce an accepted version of the game? Eh, okay, I don't want to really answer that because that's going to be more filibustering. Gameplay from last gen consoles was really gameplay from last gen consoles wasn't really shown before release. Can you explain why you decided to hold that back? Hold up, oh, that's the industry practice that they always <laughs> show the best version of the game. Yep. That's something that we are all aware of. So let we can't really fault them on that. No. Nope. Th- really thank you, Watch Dogs. Th- thank you, Watch Dogs. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. We actually showed the console footage, but we actually never showed it on last gen consoles. <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's the straight up answer. It's right there. And the, the reason for that it was that we were updating the game on last gen consoles to the very no y'all wasn't. What we are, boy? I'm, listen, listen, DJ. Listen, listen to this. They said the reason that they were up, the reason why they didn't show the last gen version because they were updating the game on last gen consoles to the very last minute, and we thought we'll make. If they were updating this game to the very last minute, I can imagine what this game looked like a month ago on the base PS4. I can imagine what this game looked like a month ago on the base Xbox One. Oh my God, I think probably like Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Boy, I bet that thing was horrible. Oh my God, think about it. We already seen the pictures. People not even like fully rendered. They're like just blocked. bro. I, I I bet that thing was like PS2, PS1 graphics. But I bet that thing was than uh, Halo Infinite. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but God. I can imagine if this if this is true, like I, like all all jokes. If hmm. this is true that they were updating the game to the very last minute, I can imagine what this game looked like before they pressed the game, but before they released it. I, I, let's just say let's be a little bit more generous the game came out in December what does game look like probably back in September mm. I bet this game looked horrible looked on like the full, base PS4 potato mode yeah everybody was probably everybody was probably walking in the in the in the Jesus Bynum stance across the streets oh, oh man people were probably yeah. standing on top of the cars when they was driving them man I, I, that's what somebody, that's why I said the driving and the in the the NPC AI is really simple. It's just like go forward, move right. Like for the human, for the NPCs walking, they walk. They they're the only ones that actually get around you versus the cars. They but but half the time, then you have. But half the time with that, you have to bump into them for them to move around. Sometimes. But yo, I can imagine how bad this game was like in in this summer. This summer, this game was probably like in no. St- but there's a reason why they delayed it the first time. Man, I bet this game was like, ooh, oh my oh, god. No. So, so somebody, hey, somebody need to release that, that footage. Question. I'm looking ahead. The next question. Don't no. Don't do that. Don't. don't Could you do give that. us an overview of your uh, how your teams are working right now? Are you are the Cyberpunk team still working on Cyberpunk? And in terms of staff allocation, <laughs> does this situation push back? Yes, it should put push back oh, The Witcher Four. God. The Witcher Four shouldn't even be in nobody's thought process. No, when right was now. Witcher Three released? Was it was it 2012, 2013 release? No, Witcher, Witcher 3, Three was 2015 or sixteen. Let me look at. Let me look that up. I think that was 2016. Witcher three, Wild Hunt. That game came out in 2015. 2015. You're right. Okay, 2015. So, yeah. No, they don't. They don't need to. They don't even need to talk about the Witcher four at all. No, not right now. No. Yeah. So I Adam said. Yeah, he said they're going to they're planning on continue to work on patches. Probably it'll take more time, but of course we are branching. Oh my god. Here we go. Here we go. Of course we are branching and we are working on future projects as well. Let me tell you something. Cyberpunk going to still have problems. Cyberpunk is going to still have serious problems. It, it's just going to delay it out longer. <laughs> hey, look what spectacular poop. <laughs> he said the Witcher 4 is going to be 2050. <laughs> Tell oh, you man. shit. This uh, hey, the Witcher Four might come out in, in twenty seventy seven. 
Let's see. First and foremost, I have some holidays. Let's see. Could you explain? How, oh, this is a good one. Could you explain again how refunds work in relation to Microsoft oh, and Sony storefronts? One has to understand that Sony, I mean, Microsoft is Sony for every product that is released digitally. Storefronts have refund policies. I mean, despite various articles that have shown up stating that things are being changed just for us, it's actually not true. These policies are in place and always have been in place and are not open up for us, for specifically for us. I mean, anybody who has purchased a title on PlayStation Network or Microsoft can ask for a refund and if it's made within certain boundaries. Usually related to time, certain usage, and so on, can ask for that refund. Our procedure is not different. Okay. Oh, uh, they should have came up with a following. They should have came up with a follow-up question saying, so why did y'all say that they could get one? <laughs> That's what that that, that should have been a follow-up question. That's what I'm waiting to see. Are you considering giving bigger DLC for free? Whoa. The DLC, DLC should have been free from work. the beginning. But that's not going to no, work. No, it's not, but I'm just saying. Um, DLC should have been free. It only worked for like a No Man's Sky type of game. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you completely lie about what's in the game. Like, right. at least with CD, with, uh, with with Cyberpunk, they didn't lie about what was in their game. They just didn't tell you how buggy, buggy it was. Ass. Yeah, it's a buggy ass game. With No but Man's Sky, but- John Murray literally told folks, oh, this is in the game. This is in the game at launch in 2016, and it wasn't in there until, like, what, 2017, 2018. So. Yeah, but the but thing is, CG, CD Projekt Red, wasn't their DLC always free? Even with The Witcher 3, wasn't it DLC free? Blood and Wine uh, was free, right? You had the Wild Hunt, though, and that that eventually, I think, became free. Because that I thought eventually... Blood- Blood and Wine, I think, originally was paid DLC. Okay, because I thought After I thought wow, you, if you waited the whole thing out, because I can go you got in, the... I can upload it, and I should be able to get all of it. It's just okay. like uh, State of K uh, Two did that with their upgrade when they. I mean, look, I mean, look on PC. I think I got, I think I got the complete version on PC on, on Steam for Witcher Three. But yeah, I, I think if you got it on console, they end up putting all the DLC on disc. I do remember mm-hmm. doing that. But I didn't know Blood and Wine was initially a paid DLC. I didn't know. But um, let me see. Here's my Steam account. about to pull up. But I'm going to find out in a second. Uh, let's see. Could you comment on the Jason Schreier report regarding staff bonuses being changed in relation to review scores? Uh, we're not making any comment to what somebody else has stated or what's going on uh, in the studio outside. In other words, y'all still trying to get them people their money. Y'all still trying to get the bonuses. On refunds, will market will the market have some updates amount the volumes? We don't know yet. Actually, before Christmas, we will. Okay, all right, all right. All right. So that's pretty much. No, this is still more. Uh, my Steam account is still updating. Let's see. In terms of the shape of the game, price console version is not comparable to these. Could you have released the game without the last gen console version, DJ? Here's your question, right? Oh, here we go. All right, move out the way, Steam. Get out the way. Move it. Tell you about the sales. I <laughs> know. Oh, right, uh, so could you release again? It's an impure, me, impure me, theory. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You good? Go ahead. Okay. Impure theory. If we decided one day before the launch, then yes, we could have just released the PC version. Oh, on next gen, the answer is no. Wow. So only they would have only released the PC version. Well, sucks to sucks for y'all. Um, yeah. Right. So on the answer is no. That's a completely different version of the game. So it's not like we could have decided at any moment recently that we're just you know flipping the switch. 
as you may have noticed, there is no native next gen release. Oh, wait a minute. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. That's why they could not just that's why they couldn't release it on next gen because there is no next gen version. This is all current gen PC. You're right, because it would have been this game is basically a PlayStation 4 Xbox One game running on the PC. So remember those answers from earlier that were kind of contradicting each other? Right. You go another one. Yep. Yeah, because how could you work on the next gen version when the game is a base last gen game? One on one of PR, uh, PR one oh one, one person, one voice. That there you is, go, you're right? The theme in this whole thing is that it should have been one person answering all the questions. Not it's, it seems like three or four people answering questions. Oh, I got uh, a driver available for uh, G Force. I wonder what that one is about. But, um, probably, probably one for probably for Cyberpunk because I got I got one for AMD as well um, earlier today. State of franchise, uh, State of franchise sports says the refund policy works like Debo on Friday. Rest in peace, Debo. Um, you I ain't know, getting right. it unless you hit him with the break. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, this sucks, man. In the twenty twenty, some of our heroes are still passing away. That sucks, bro. Um. Obi-Wan says, shout out to Obi-Wan. Thank you for coming through, bro. He said, basically, we ain't giving them back shit. You better ask them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, the overall theme is that they they can't keep their story straight within no, this one thing. Because if you don't have, like, you basically in this answer right here, which I think everyone could see, there was no next-gen version. You bought playing on PS5 for those that are playing on PS5 and Xbox One Series X, you're basically playing a backwards compatible version (laughs) of the game. Yeah, pretty much. So it's gonna perform better because it hasn't been made better for you. (laughs) Oh man. Let me see. Let me I'm looking at it right now. Let me see, because I got this game. Yeah, because that's that's just like that's just like uh like Madden before the next gen update came out. Folks that were playing Madden 21 on PS5, they were playing the backwards compatible version until the next gen update came out. Okay, so I got the base version. Cause see, I, I just got wild hunt. I don't have the game of the year edition, which would have gave me all the see blood and wine, all that. That's another forty nine dollars if I wanted pull, to get it. Let me pull mine up. Let me see. Yeah, so I, I still have the um yep, there you are right there, DJ. Yep, you have this. the game. You already own it. <laughs> but no, nah, um, yeah. So I can I can play it right now. I don't. I um, yeah. I don't have it. Could have said it in my library if I had the other ones. And if I go to my library right here, it would have said it. The DLC would have been under here. Yep, there it is. I have the the Wild Hunt beard and hairstyle set, Blood and Wine, Expansion Pass, uh, Heart and Stone, and yeah, this one. The finisher, new finisher animations. I have five DLC in total. Right, okay. Yeah, so I don't have one. I need to download it. So I'm going to end up playing The Witcher 3 again. Well, not again. Well, I'll say again because I did stop playing it on PS4. And then my nephew, you, you know my nephew. He he comes and visit every now and then. He took my Witcher 3 and my Grand Theft Auto 5 on PS4. So I don't have neither one of those now. I mean, I don't mind because I got both of them on PC. That's what I get. But I told him he can keep the, the, the Grand Theft Auto 5. But he took The Witcher 3 as well, so like, all right, I see what you did there. Okay, but- just to answer preliminary sports answer, uh, question about you guys streaming tonight. Nah, I'm probably going to head 
Well, I'm actually going to do a workout after this stream. I may I stream. Yeah, I may I may play some more Cyberpunk 2077. If I don't play that, I'll probably play some Insurgency. But more likely, it'll probably be Cyberpunk 2077. I'll probably play some more of that. Because I'm not doing anything. I'm on vacation, so I don't have to go back to work until next week. So I, that's what i am basically been doing. Uh, Let's see. Um, I guess that's enough about that. You got anything else on that? I, I feel sorry for the people on console. It's, it's terrible. I don't. Uh, at least, I, if you have it, again, if you have it on the base, PS4, and Xbox One, sorry. <laughs> you probably should have known better. But, yeah, the, the fact that it, this, that, I'm glad you brought up that, I'm glad we we went through this whole call and the transcript of it, because there was a lot of conflicting answers. They are looking at each other like, what the fuck did you say that for? Like, oh my God, I just said that. What the hell are you talking about? Like, they probably looking at each other. If they were all in the same room, which I, this this obviously a Zoom call or some type. If they were in the same room, they'd be fighting each other. Yeah, it, the thing they'd is, not even that... But not even that, DJ. The fact that they are still, um, they have conflicting, you know, things about how they feel about the the direction of the game. It just goes to show you that they still have problems. Mm-hmm. And when they're talking about this patch in January, another one in February, I would not be surprised if another story comes up that that hinders the the, the advancement of this game. So the people that are on consoles going to continue to be have continuously have problems, and that's that's not really cool. You know, I mean, the people like us that have it on PC, I mean, we're good money for the most part, even though we they still have some issues. We can play the game and complete it. And for the most part, we seem like we'll be OK. But the people that are on consoles, they're, they're going to be stuck in the, stuck in no man's land for probably about the next two or three months. And that, that's not cool. Now, just that I'm going to just answer a couple preliminary sports. He said, DJ, be careful because it's supposed to snow. It's probably not it's, here. It's not supposed to snow until like 11 tomorrow morning. Even so, if you see in the background, I have uh, as my thumb goes the other way. You can give me an L for that all you want. But um, I have my own gym set up here in the room. So I'm working out regardless. That's what's up. That's what's so, up. I'm good. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. But I have a lot of games that I want to play, and I'm um I'm going to uh start streaming a lot more. I am stuck on Cyberpunk right now, but um I did buy another game that you guys may not know about, but this is a really good game made by um the same people from Make Tekken and Soul Calibur. It's a game called um Urban Rain. It's a PlayStation. It's a beat 'em up game. This is a really good game. I'm gonna try to stream that every now and then. I got this on PC for $4, but I did want the original one, so I got Doom 64 as well. This is a really good game. This is a late night game I want to play when I'm playing games at late night, so I want to put that up there. And DJ, I finally got it. I finally got it. Oh, there it is. I finally got it. NHL 94. I finally got it. So I got those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a little blurry, but uh, yeah, that you guys see it. No, yeah. I said the one without the blood. Oh, one without the blood. Yeah, because the one on Genesis, yeah, I wanted. Cause, cause yeah, Nintendo, I wanted. They were all because remember Mortal Kombat. Remember how they it was the same that? way, right, right, right. And I was looking for the Genesis one today, but I couldn't find it, so I just I settled for that one. I mean, the guy gave me a deal on it. I only paid you know one ninety. And then Nintendo's it. music on Mortal Kombat was was more 
towards the arcade uh, version of the music than it, than Genesis. Genesis was a little bit. It was simpler, but it actually sounded better on Genesis for the Mortal Kombat. And same with the NHL. So. Yeah. Um. So how about the first impression? Pooh, where you been at? We already did the first impression when we first started. I swear, if Pooh were a sniper. <laughs> no, because what happened, he's probably looking at the title. He's probably looking at the title, and the title has it backwards, but the way the, the show flowed, we just went into the first impressions with the way it flowed. So he, I'm he telling you, that, that's why I said if Pooh was a sniper, he would have missed his first, second, and fifth opportunities to take out his target. Right, right. And he would have been like, Oh, he's not coming out no more. Oh, I was here all the time. Oh, uh, state of uh, state of sports. I paid a dollar ninety nine, not one ninety nine. Hell no, <laughs> not not for NHL ninety four. Now, yo, I'll just play the the version I got on NC. I mean, NHL fourteen for all that. I wouldn't do that. But nah, um, nah, I paid one ninety nine. Uh, let's see, EA and um, Codemasters. Oh, man, this sucks. EA bought Codemasters for one point two billion dollars. If you guys don't know who Codemasters is, these guys make really good racing games. I don't want to count Project Cars 3 because I don't like that game too much, but Project and, Cars 1. And part of that team is was responsible for Drive Club. Right. They were, they, they were the guys. That, not only that, DJ, they started out doing... Matter of fact, this, this comes full circle because a lot of people may not know this. Um, well, I'll say with the Project Cars guys. The Project Cars guys was the ones that started out doing Need for Speed Shift 1 and 2. Then they wanted to make a more realistic game. EA didn't want it, so they left to make Project Cars. Project Cars end up getting bought out by Codemasters. And Codemasters, they're the guys who make Dirt. They make Grid. They make um, the Dirt Rally series. They make something else. I can't remember what else they make. Codemasters do a really good... Uh, the F1 series. Uh-huh. They did a phenomenal job at doing making racing games. I mean, really good, good race. I mean, these guys are up there on point with, if not probably better than the Forzas and the, and the Gran Turismo when it comes to mechanics and the physics. They do a really good job. But EA has bought them out. So the guys that are at Project Cars who thought they was going to get away from EA from making a Need for Speed Shift series, they're back under EA again. Under the cold mask umbrella. So, um, I'm gonna give you my two cents real quick. I think that um, cold masters is in trouble. I don't think they'll be able to make the games that they used to make because um, Dirt Five might be the last good game that they make. Not saying that the game's gonna be bad, but it's gonna be laced with so much crap you're probably not gonna want to play it. Mm-hmm. And and that's the main issue because even with EA games. Outside of really NBA Live, and you can say what you feel about Madden, Madden's another one. Outside of those two games, they make decent games. But the thing about it, they throw a bunch of microtransactions on top of them. And I feel that that's what's going to happen with their racing games. I would not be surprised if they try to put them on the Need for Speed um, branch and have them do some Need for Speed games. So uh, be ready to see those games uh, have a little bit of... um, I wouldn't be, you know what? I would not be surprised if you see a Need for Speed rally game, like a dirt version of Need for Speed. I would not be surprised at that. So, um, be prepared for that. Um, DJ, what are your thoughts about this takeover at $1.2 billion? Yeah, because we originally 
were talking about this on a previous episode because Take Two had purchased tried to and, buy them, right? Tried to buy them for like nine hundred thirty-six million. Yeah, well, they got they definitely got outbid by EA, and I definitely want to take this time to pay respects to all the developers that were shut down by EA because it seems like this is going to be the pattern. Uh, Westwood Studios, uh, which is responsible for like uh, Command and Conquer, uh, New Effects, which is responsible for the NBH Street series. Uh, let's see, Bullfrog, Playfish. Uh, the games are probably not even really popular. I'm not even gonna mention Origin Systems. I don't know what games were those. Uh, Ultima Games. If anybody was familiar with the PC games, those games were popular back then. Uh, let's see, Phenomic Game Development, don't know what they did there. Black Box Games, they actually did Need for Speed games in the mid 2000s. Uh, yeah, they're they're the ones that did the um, the Need for Speed Most Wanted's and the Carbons and stuff. Right. I really don't have to go through the rest of this list. There's like seven more, <laughs> but the the sheer number there was 14 total on this list. Um, the next one is going to be like Victory Games, and they I think they had one game that they made, and that was it. I'm trying to figure which one. Oh, here's one. And Rex Dixon should know about this one DreamWorks Interactive for Medal of Honor Warfighter. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then EA Salt Lake did the early uh, Tiger Woods series. I, I, I lied. I went through the rest of this list. Uh, Max's Software is the big one because that's the one there. I think EA is still kind of making. So you have The Sims, you have SimCity, those type of games. Uh, there were other games too. Um, and then, oh, here's another one. Visceral Games. That's oh, God. And you... Yeah. And you we already know that guy that uh that the creative dead space that the game he's releasing in what's it 2022 uh right the something project i forgot the name of it already but it's supposed to be a dead space uh follow-up and then right. pandemic studios which did battlefront did the battlefront series so yeah there's it's, it's a lot of studios that ea shut down and um Codemasters is looking like they because you already have Need for Speed and in under the EA umbrella, it's like we need another studio that makes racing games. So this one, I think that yeah, I think it's rest in peace. Codemasters. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're gonna last too much longer. It, it, it really sucks because um, I really would like to see. You know, Codemasters continue to be the good, the the good company that they are because they, they're they're an excellent racing company. I mean, I, I just recently bought Grid 2019. I didn't buy Dirt Five yet, but I need to get that. But I'm still playing Dirt Four. I mean, it's a great. They're a great company that put out quality games. You don't hear about this company putting out Cyberpunk 2077 style games. Their racing games are actually good, and I think EA is probably going to ruin it. It is it is really terrible. You know, so I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, wish, I don't know what that happened. I wish Sony would have just swooped in there and be like, look, I understand we closed Evolution Studios, but we're looking to revamp Evolution Studios. Y'all want to, we can just purchase y'all real quick and we can make y'all Evolution Club. Studios and boom. 
Drive, Drive Club could really Drive Club could have really benefited from a sequel because that was not a bad game. Yeah, they just I mean, better it, driving driver yeah. AI. That's it. Right. Yeah. It, it really. To be honest, that's really all what the first one needed. If they could have patched in better driving, Drive Club could have been up there with the Gran Turismo and Forza easily. Because that, mm-hmm. I mean, to this day, that game still looks phenomenal. It look it looks really good under the circumstances, and that was what back then, um, DJ. That was on a base PS4 back then, I and know, it right? still looked good. That's, and it still what, looks good. And just to circle things back, that's what makes what CD Projekt Red did with Cyberpunk inexcusable. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, let's look at some of the comments real quick. Uh, Pooh said, "Enjoy macro transaction dirt." I agree. He also says, "Game dirt." <laughs> Yeah, he saw that. I saw that, right? He said, don't be surprised if the devs of those games take their asses to Forza or Gran Turismo. I... I'm going to be honest. Since they're first-party companies, I mean, I guess more help is, is always good. But they're... I, I can see those two companies have a no-hiring sign-up. Because, to be honest, they don't, they're not the ones that need the help. It would be great. But... I, I can see those two companies saying like Turn Ten or um, um what is it Polyphony? Think Poly? I can't remember the names. It, so. I can see them saying thanks, but no thanks. We're good because their their products are great. They don't they don't need the extra help to be honest. Um, I I I see Codemasters probably trying to do probably another one thing. I will like to see out of this with Grid, the Grid series. And the uh, Burnout series. If those two merge together, I think that will be really good because if you ever play Grid, Grid runs a lot like Burnout, and they have the physics when they um when they crash a lot like Burnout. So that that's one thing I would like to see, like the guys from Grid to work on a Burnout series. I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I would I would not be surprised if you seen a rally a, a rally version of like a dirt rally version of Need for Speed. State of Franchise Sport says, "How Gran Turismo? I haven't played in years. I've still play. I still play um, Gran Turismo Sport. I play it on my Twitch channel. I highly recommend it. I think the game is probably no more than ten dollars now. If you're into simulation racing, Gran Turismo is one of the best ones you can get right now. And all of their DLC has been free since day one. So, um, and it's a good holdover to Gran Turismo Seven. So I think it'd be really good. Um, but at the end of the day, I think I I, I don't see." I don't see bright days headed for for uh, Codemasters. I, I see them probably going to be in a world of hurt as far as the quality of their games. Yeah, they are definitely riding off into the sunset because they. Yeah, you, you go to yeah, it's it's like Alaskan darkness. <laughs> right, right. Um, outside of Cyberpunk, uh, what if what else have you been playing, DJ? Uh, well, I've been playing playing two K. Uh, I've been trying to get back into State of K2, and I I had a stream that I originally had set up, and I haven't gone back to even uh, doing that for the Fridays. I keep scheduling stuff for Fridays, and usually doesn't work out because I don't feel like it. So right now, just to talk about my scheduling um, for my stream, it seems like Wednesdays is like the best time that I'll stream, uh, and I think I'll I may alternate from the regular 
shows to stream on that day since that kind of fits within the rhythm. But um, State of K2 would be a game I, uh, that I'm trying to work back in the rotation. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I've been kind of bouncing back on the PS4, playing NHL, uh, uh, 2K, because I, I double dip on both of them. Um, I've been playing Madden 20 as a late and just, you know, getting back and trying to really look at certain things that I'm seeing in Madden 20 from, you know, my comparisons of how they've uh, improved Madden 21, especially on next gen and seeing that, you know, some of the comments that I've made already definitely makes sense when you talk about what they improve versus what I felt like they could have done on current gen especially a lot of those routes that are being ran. Yes, they're being ran better on next gen, but it's not much of a difference. All they had to do on current gen was just finish off the animations, just make them more rounded. They could draw them out a little bit. So, yeah. Madden 20 is not a bad game. The problem with that game was the running animations. That's the only thing that made me stop playing the game. It's not that the game was bad. It's just that I mean, Madden 21, once again, is another good game, but, you know, it's just... I mean, my thing about, about sports games in general, I've been playing all these other games. I've been streaming a lot of other games and just having so much of a blast with them. I literally have, like, no interest in playing any sports games. I'll play, like, the retro ones, but, like, the current ones, I, like, had no interest in them. I, I, it's been over a month since I've played NBA 2K, and it's been about about a, about the same amount of time since I played Madden. And I don't... I don't I don't. I don't miss it. I don't know. I, I want to pull this up because I know a lot of people. Not too many people. Probably just me and you. Uh, a couple people on PC. Y'all may not like this, but who cares? Epic Games. Uh, ho uh store holiday discount starting on December seventeenth. They're bringing you great gifts with great discounts of fifteen days of free games. This is a mystery game right here that's coming out right now. They didn't put it out here yet. And let's see, you go back to the store, you'll see it. It's a mystery game right here. If you click it, you're going to get a mystery game, and then you're going to have like 15 days of free games. So mm. say what you want about Epic Games. They do a really good service of giving people, you know, you know, uh, something just, to play with. And just, I just saw him just now. Shout out to OG. I see yeah. him in the chat. He said, he said, that's not good. I don't know if that, we was talking about me not playing any sports titles. I, I'm serious. I just don't. And I will say this, though. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if he can say anything. I still feel that what they got going on over there at EA with the next NBA Live or whatever basketball game they call, I am definitely looking forward to that. That's like my most anticipated game outside of Gran Turismo 7. You know, so I, 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 I'm really I'm really looking forward to see what live does, because I really want to see a really good bounce back from that series. But what, uh, the thing that's killing me about the sports games is the feature sets. I'm like, with Madden 21, it was about the fact that they tried that they basically lied to everyone and said after Madden 20. Oh, yeah, we'll work on franchise wink. And they didn't do that. And then. With what they put into the next gen, easily could have put it, been put into current gen. So it's just like, stop lying, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just, that's the problem. And I can see where people would just get turned off. I'm like, people are already turned off to sports games 
as a whole because it's just like you know even with 2k there's a lot of stuff in the next gen that they could have done for current gen i do believe that i'm not a technician or anything but i just feel like the last consoles the pro and the series Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel like there was that those consoles ever maxed out to their potential. I, I said that a couple episodes ago. I don't. I don't think they were maxed out to their potential. So we really never got to see what the Pro or the X could really do. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they came out in mid generation, and usually, like after six, seven years, you would know what that the console can do. So we kind of left with scratching our heads, like, okay, what could have been? But when you look at, you know, the next generation. One of the reasons why I said I'm actually looking forward to what these guys are doing with the basketball realm at EA is because of I know this game is going to be built from the ground up. I I know what they're doing is not something that's going to be a – well, I I ain't going to say I know, but I hope that it's nothing that's being carried over from before. I want a new experience. And unfortunately, with even even with the 2K series and with Madden, I don't feel like we're getting that fresh – brand new experience that we that, that i've been wanting for years so hopefully you know we we will get that that that's why i said that that game is like my most anticipated game because i really want to see what they do now here's a question because you talk about new experiences wanting to experience something new let's look at let's, let's look well we can branch off alive we can also use this as far as madden what would to you would be a new experience um just just a whole different atmosphere like when the game is just oh, it, it feel, OG thinking the same exact thing yes i missed it i missed it I missed like, what on. does that look like to you yes we are on it we hear we hear all right yeah but yeah go ahead and this also applies to people in the chat what does a new experience look to you Right, you know that's what I'm saying. It's like to me, I, I I just want a new experience where the game just feels like it's it's a, a more a more a different immersive experience where um, it doesn't feel like when you cut on the game it feels like or it looks like something that we just seen uh, a year ago. Like when you look at Madden, you literally can look at Madden. It doesn't feel like a new experience. It feels like something I just got finished playing on the last you know version of the game. Like at least with I see when when Live 14 came out, they tried to give you a different atmosphere to play the game in compared to Live 10. And in some cases, you look at even with Live 19, where that looked like it was something a little bit different from the game previous. But even when you look at like the 2K basketball games, um, it's kind of set up the same way. When you play the game, it doesn't feel like you're... To, I ain't gonna say it doesn't feel like you're in the stadium because it does give you that aura, it does give you that vibe with the crowd and everything. Madden didn't give you that. You know what I'm saying? Even NBA Live did a pretty good job of doing that. And that's one thing that I always thought the NBA Live done well. Live 15 was one of my favorite games because it you played a basketball game and it felt like you was at the arena, but you were playing a video game. It, it you know, it felt like, you know, you were not only just you know, playing the game felt like you were in the game, like EA Sports is in the game. Like, you really felt like you were there. And and I think, like, when we were playing Cyberpunk, we played Cyberpunk, even with the problems, we felt like we were a part of Night City. We but, felt like we... Okay. Here's, the, here's the question. If you were playing it in third person, would you feel like you was in Cyber City? And the fact that it's in first person, does it 
make it more because you're at that level. You are that player from that viewpoint. So you because can of the viewpoint, what I what depth in the in the in the the height of the buildings that you're walking. I think the thing, the thing with third person and first person games, and um, I think a lot of people will be lying if they if they disagree with this. I think third person do take you out of that experience as as far as being in the game, but for most people who like third person games, because most people like third person games, because that's how a lot of people watch television. That's how a lot of people watch movies. They see all the characters who are interacting on the game. So like with the Uncharted or the Witcher or um, even with uh. The Order 1886, Resident Evil, um, not not the current one, but like Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil 4, you saw that person. So it was more like you got more immersed into the storyline and the and the actual um, action in the game compared to being first person where you feel like you were that person. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's it's a little bit of a double-edged sword when you, when you say it like that because with me, when I like I said when I play Madden or when I play uh, NBA 2K, it is in the third person view. But I'm controlling the game, but I, I want to feel like I'm in the arena at the same time. Like yeah, I'm sitting in the stands or I'm the cameraman actually at the game. Some like with Madden, it don't even feel that way because you know the the crowd don't even get into it like it should. I don't even want to talk about what else is not on the field with the refs and the chain gang. It's just, you know, those things just it, it kills the immersion when the crowd don't react properly or whatever. And I think this is another reason why a lot of people like the college games cuz the the college football and basketball games they they live that. That's how that's what they thrived upon. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what I look at a game like NHL. Um there you I go. Think- that's another one. Yeah, NHL, especially with the stadium, you definitely feel immersed the moment the game starts. It 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 does the stadium for an indoor stadium to do this. It, it gives you an overall look at the stadium at some point, and, some, and they have dynamic intros. It seems like with Madden, you get like the same type of like cartoonish intro with the highlight clips that don't make any sense. But with NHL, it's like they 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 show you if the if the stadium is full of rafters, like if you go to like Boston where they have a lot of uh, banners in the in the rafters, you'll see all that as the game, and you'll see the crowd, you see all the different uh, people in the crowd, whether they're wearing their regular clothes, whether they're wearing apparel, whether they're like fanatics. You got security people. I, I think that's what Two K was taking advantage of on Next Gen. Um, and then if you, I often encourage people to do this, if they have the NHL game, just to take a moment to replay and let the replay play out and just watch the crowd, you'll be able to tell what's going on. Cause first of all, they follow the act. Well, not everyone on follows the action, but you could tell the ones that are paying attention to the game versus the ones that are not paying attention to the game. You can tell who the fanatics are. You can even look and see the Fans, they're just sitting there like, okay, there's nothing going on. I'm bored. I'm just sitting here. And and then uh, you have the mix of home and away fans. Right. Uh, and it just feels like – and I kind of go back to saying that with sports games, it's not necessarily – for me, it's not necessarily new experiences that I'm looking for. I just want games to take advantage of missed op- – to to – you know, take away the missed opportunities that 
were there. Like I look at, you know, crowd immersion. The one thing that EA advertised for Madden and tried to lead with Madden on this was Living Worlds. And the fact that that flopped for and that's almost- and that's and that's one of the things that I'll be talking about with the games that's what we need we need something like that um live 10 did a pretty good job of it when you go to you know you play in a playoff game you play in the nba finals game they they did that mm-hmm. very well um state of franchise supposed to have new experience live for customization up the yin yang i don't I, I want no two franchises to feel the same down even to being able to revive retroactive rules i think nba 2k does that i'm not sure and they do it with the rules at the beginning when you set up and i feel right. like they could have done that for current gen that's another missed opportunity and it's just like i understand that these are business decisions that are being made above the developers so like i look at an og i look at a czar i look at a rex i look at a clint and they're only they're executing the plan so when it comes to like features that are being put in these games the decisions are already been made they're just executing and right and you, their skills and their know-how to make these things come to life but it, at the end of the day it's just like these missed opportunities are are unforced errors oh, are being- oh, oh, i'm gonna oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna look at this real quick and i'm, I'm gonna take you guys back to what i kind of mean I'm going to try to break it down. A game where NBA Live gameplay with the total presentation. A lot of people have been talking about Live 18 a lot lately. Intros, commentators, dance team, crowds reacting to players getting dunked on, dope halftime show, rather. You know, a lot of people have been talking about that because I, I haven't played much of 18. I've been playing a little more on 19. But, yeah, I, I get what you say. Like, one thing about NBA Live, ever since they went to the ESPN package, they, mm. they I mean, the presentation is, is flawless the way they've done it. And that's one thing I'm talking about. Let's let's go back a little bit. Think about when you played with Mario, you played with Sonic, you played with Crash Bandicoot. Say if you played with the the mute from Grand Theft Auto Three, um, was Tony Tommy Frasetti in Grand Theft Auto, um, Vice City. You played with CJ in 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 Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas. I mean, the list goes up and up. By the time you've played that game for maybe twenty, maybe twenty to forty five minutes, you felt like you was that player. You felt like you were in that city. You felt like you were inside of the game. Some of these sports titles don't do that anymore. Like, I remember playing the PS2 Maddens, and I still play it today, and I need to start streaming that some more because I have a Raiders Dynasty that I've, I've been enjoying. Oh, when I play my NC State Dynasty. Y'all notice when I play my NC State Dynasty, I talk to, I talk about those players like they're real people. I, I refer to them like they're real people. That's the immersion that I would like to see. Like when the recruits that I get from the NC State dynasty, I feel like they can make a positive change for the team. And I see them grow from a freshman to a senior. And then I implement, and I know this is something they don't have in the game no more. When I take that draft class and put them on Madden 08, and I watch them grow from there, there's a level of immersion there. Yeah, That's something that I don't think that will ever be replicated again. That right there is a thing of beauty that EA did back in the early, the mid, you know, 2000s. They did a phenomenal job of that, but it's not to, it's not say it can't be done because even with NCAA 14, you can still have that type of immersion, watch these players get better and watch them grow. Like even with, um, you know, with, with the basketball games, you do the same. I know there's a longer process because they play longer games, longer seasons, but they do have the ebbs and flows of, 
going through a season of players get hurt. They're not the same. Some are sitting out, you know, stuff like that. When you get it, when you really get into it, and that's why, and they're not the, you know, you know, put down some of our sports gamers. A lot of them play these modes that they don't get that immersion. Like outside of some who like play with their my player because they feel like, and that's another thing. The my player aspect, the guys who grind really hard and they 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 um they customize their my player to be a certain way and they feel like they are that person. Those type of things, and they're playing on the park all day. They feel like, but some of them take it as the park being like, you know, another form of their game in life, and it doesn't feel cheesy. It doesn't feel fake. It doesn't. It's something that they created within the game. And I think that's something that we, you know, we're missing in sports titles where we are creating those moments. We're creating those uh, um, those uh, fake humans or those video game personalities to be something. Like, um, who's here? I think Quayface is still here. Like, Quayface uh, or Sweet Jones, another guy. They talk about the kick returner that I got on NC State. Like we talk about him, like like he's a live person. How fast he is because he had like a four one speed, and he he uh, returned kicks like crazy. Like those type of things are the atmosphere, the immersion, the things that you like. That even when like back in the day, or oh not back in the day, but like current, like when I had a player suspended. And I know that may not never be in a game again, but when a player was suspended, it changed the dynamic of your strategy of how you're playing with the team that you're building. Like, same thing with injuries. Like, when you have a real injury, not like these ones that they have in Madden or whatever, like, when you have a real injury, how are you going to strategize continuously to make your team a championship-caliber team? Let me let me, let me me jump in on that part. No, go ahead. That was, that's one of the ones that only really one game took advantage of, and that was 2K, and that was the wear and tear. There you and go. It, exactly. System as a whole, because it wasn't just the fact that, oh, yeah, uh, they had – they not only and they expanded upon it. They expanded upon it. Uh, up at, let's see. They flushed it out really last year, but having an uh, a history with the injuries, you already have the body certain parts they come into that are either more likely to be injured. You're talking about season fatigue, game fatigue. Now you're thinking about player minutes. Now you're thinking about, okay, back-to-back games. I feel like with the football game, you don't really experience season f- seasonal fatigue. You don't experience those short weeks that you have to deal with. You don't Bro. experience injuries piling up as the season goes on. I remember playing 2K15 before they really – like the first year – I think it was the first year of wear and tear was, 20, was 2K15 – and it was like as the season went on, more players started getting hurt. More important players start going down. I remember having an injury affect the first round against the Raptors because I was already missing Bradley Beal. Marching Gortat was down. John Wall goes down. That was it. Not only did I lose the series, the game that John Wall was uh, was got injured – we were ahead in the third quarter. He goes out. His dynamic nature is gone. So, There's DJ, no I, I got a question. I got a question on that. Yeah. I have a question about that. How mm-hmm. do you think his injury um, defined uh, it was because of wear and tear? 
Yes. Okay, because with that being... Now, I'm going to ask you another question real quick. With that being said, do you think, like, at the end of the season, you think you should have given him less minutes? No. I think I shouldn't have dunked with him as much as I was. Okay, even with that being said, even that being said, see the strategy that I'm talking about or how you have to, have to manipulate your personnel to be healthy? These type of things that nobody talks about that these developers are programming in these games and they're there, but nobody talks about it. And, and I understand because it's not flashy. It's nothing to, 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 it's not a selling point, but those are the beautiful moments that I feel that makes a sports game great. When you literally have to play GM, you have to play coach and you have to strategize on how to win a championship. Even if it's a little virtual championship on a video game. It's no different you beating a regular game like I'm beating Cyberpunk. Well, I got to reserve certain this and that in the third to win the game. It's no different. So those are the type of things I'm talking about, you know. I, I, I think it's a beautiful thing that nobody talks about when it comes to sports. It's, it's like those games like State of Decay 2 that deal in resource management. Like I There you go. Another thing. Right? Because it's just like, okay, if I play on – okay, if I play in the green zone in State of Decay, I could do whatever I want. That's totally arcade. But if I'm playing in the lethal zone, that's the new difficulty that came out. I literally have to prepare for it, for an overwhelming enemy force of zombies and freaks and even human human uh, AI characters that you have to look out for. Your resources are like uh, the Walking Dead thin. Like everything is just working against you. You literally have to survive that mode. But then you have to think ahead. You also have to think about it's it's just a lot of thought when you're playing those modes. Like you can't even just shoot your gun or even have guns available. They even limited the amount of uh, quiet weapons that you can have. So now it's just like if you come across, now you have to think about each player's traits and skills and how they're used as you venture out. Do you go out with two people or do you just go out by yourself? Uh, the Last of Us 2, when I was playing that game, the things I had to resource to just to keep a handful of Molotov cocktails on me. If I wanted to keep the, the bottle so I could have a silencer on my pistol, you know, those type of things. By the time I played like the first 30, 45 minutes of that game, I was already immersed. Same thing with the first, the first Last of Us. These sports games, and this is another reason why I tell a lot of people where um, Madden, I don't think Madden is necessarily a bad game. It's just that they all they have to do is just capture the atmosphere of being in a football stadium. Give me the refs. Give me the chain gang. Give me the cheerleaders on the sideline. I don't care if the if the sideline is 100% interactive. Just show me that they're alive a little bit. Give me the crowd, like, really say, you know, react when I get a big hit or a big catch. You know, the players themselves the ratings or whatever or not, they do a good job of showing, you know, the differentiation of players. I'm okay with that. And, and going down the road where you have to do contract situations, somebody's hurt. Do you, um, do That's you keep this thing. player? You know, like when you want to keep this player on the team, do you want to cut them? Cause like right now uh, in my Madden franchise on Madden 21, I don't think I'm resigning Nelson Aguilar. He wants too much money. And then on top of that, does you know it affect, what I'm saying? Does it affect now team chemistry and does it affect player morale on the team? Right, right. And and see now I have to deal with now I have to deal with trying to get another receiver 
Or how is that going to affect my passing game if I don't, or if I'm not able to get another receiver? What if I get a receiver that's not as good as Aguilar that's filling his position? It, it, it creates a whole different dynamic. But you know, like I said, a lot of uh, a lot of our fellow content creators or people who stream or people who talk about these sports titles, they don't really talk about that. And to be honest with you guys. This is why I look at Madden or I look at 2K in a different lens. And it's one of the reasons why, well, it's one of the reasons why I stopped playing because I was playing other games. But those things are in the game. And I had to, people don't want to admit it or not. Those things are in the game where the strategy really captivates you to play the game. If I can get that with what Quayface just said right here. Arrowhead to feel like Arrowhead. I want Lambo to feel like Lambo. If I can get um do, playing in the Satan Stadium on a play in the playoffs, if it if it, if I can get again, if I get that on top of what I got with Madden right now, I probably wouldn't. I would probably be playing Madden. And you probably wouldn't hear a word from me because even with the bugs and problems with Madden, I got the I got the live streams up. I get a decent game out of it. Hmm. I got over what twenty hours of gameplay live unedited uncut these no three minute videos showing you some bs going on this is like uncut edited unedited live streams that i'm actually enjoying the game all i need is the atmosphere and and, and you honestly got me sold i mean that that and, and that that's on that's the bottom line honestly mm-hmm. you know and i think that's something that's been oh og is still here listening because i hope that's something that they nail with live same thing with me live if you guys are able to do this, with give me some decent gameplay and give me some. Honestly, with live, I honestly with live, honestly, what I need, I need good player editing. I need better trade logic and real injuries. If I get those three games, if the, those three things, I would. If that was in live nineteen, I'd have been good. Because to me, it's not. I'm not. Uh, contrary to a lot of people's beliefs, I'm not very picky when it comes to the technical stuff. All I just need the logic to play out properly. If the logic plays out properly on the field or on the court, you will rarely hear me say anything. If I get a bug that somebody gets way shifted out of place or a tackle that doesn't look right or, you know, a ball goes through a receiver's hands and he didn't look like he dropped it, I'm going to be mad because that's the type of stuff I don't want to see. I'd rather see somebody attempt to catch it and drop it compared to the ball going through their hands because the AI say, no, it's not your turn to catch the ball. I don't think that's much to ask. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm tripping, but um, I'm like, I didn't even it, go. Oh, go ahead. It, it kind of was a topic that we were originally were going to talk about, so we actually did hit this hit that topic. Yeah, because I changed it at the end, yeah. right? We sure mm-hmm. did, because so, it was supposed to be the foundation of sports gaming. Yeah, something like that. There it is. But but we ended up touching it. We did. But um, shout out to that. Uh, I didn't get to um what the games I'm playing. Obviously, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Um, I'm not going to count Battlefield because it's my first time playing it in a few uh, and, weeks. Uh, Antonio, we're not completely sure, but I'm like, due to recent hires over at EA, we can kind of put two and two together. So it's still up in the air. I will Let's say, I will say this, Antonio Wilson. I will say this: we don't know 100 certain, but one of the guys who work at EA. And has been a well-known, prominent figure in developing games. Is in the chat. I don't think he has the liberty to say, but we know that he's a prominent um, basketball guy, and he moved over to EA a few months ago. So, yeah, 
put two and two together. Right. That's State of Franchise Sports say, yeah, we need logic to be gravy with the room for nuances, great and for terrible play. Exactly. When I another case of point, Quayface could tell you right here. Uh, I wish King David was here because he's another one. I had a tight end on my NC State dynasty that could not catch for uh for he could he couldn't catch a cold if he if it was injected into him he mm. couldn't catch COVID if he was around everybody he he was just he was that bad he could not catch he was horrible and I had to end up moving him to fullback because he was I mean. He had the size. He was like 6'4", 250. He was perfect size for a tight end, but he could not catch. That is a problem. I had um, uh, a couple of defensive linemen that could not could not get to the um, uh, couldn't get to the quarterback. I had a quarterback that could not throw that well. My like those things from back in the day. I'm not saying we need them now because I think we do have them to an extent. But back then, it was it was it was uh, you could easily see it back then. Oh my God! What was his name? Jackson? Oh my God! He could not catch worth a damn. Man, where's where's where's? Oh man, where where's King David when you need him? I mean that guy was horrible. But yeah, um, we need that. We definitely need that. Uh, it, it just goes back to the immersion. You be you need to be careful who you pick up on your team. Maybe that person will make your morale goes down. Maybe that him bring other players down with him. Maybe he's just not that good. But due to the fact. You don't have the salary. You may have to deal with them for a season. I mean, stuff like see stuff like that will make people quit, DJ. Stuff like that will make people change, the, redo their franchise because they got to deal with a bad player that they, they may have to deal with a, a a bad right tackle. They may have to deal with a bad tight end, and they don't have the salary cap, or they will um go up upside down on their salary if they release them. So what they'll do, they'll reset the game. And <clears throat> excuse me, they'll reset the game and do their dynasty over probably with a different team because people are a lot of gamers are afraid to to lose. They are afraid to um, work on being better. And I think, you know, I think that's a problem with a lot of people that are playing some of these sports titles. Like, some of them are afraid, are afraid to lose. One thing that I do also, I also notice is that a lot of people, they want to deal with just the results, not the buildup. I think you, you were pretty much process. saying that. They, like, uh, what is it? Like, the whole argument of Tyreek Hill not hit, not be, always being at top speed. I'm like, no, he has to get to that point. There's a process and how you get to a top speed. He just doesn't instantly hit top speed. That's not how, and especially when you're running routes, you know, firsthand as a receiver, not all your routes are going to be ran full speed out the gate. It depends on the route. It depends on the situation. And then each individual player has a sense of urgency when they start to put it in another gear. And that's if they're able to get to a, a second or third second gear. Yeah. So people want to deal with players who are automatically fast from the jump. They don't want to deal with quarterbacks. But you know what? You know what games that do that? Oh, what's that? The games that do that to give you be fast out the jump, arcade blitz style games. Right. They don't want to do that. Like like the people that cried about the QB vision, they don't want to deal with the fact that their quarterback has a low awareness and you have to actually think ahead to and pre-plan your throws. 
versus quarterbacks that already have. So now you're in a situation where the QB now, th- there's no continuity with the QB vision being gone. But the QB, the, the analysis will talk about it. Oh, the QB was able to hold the safety. I'm talking about in the game. They'll literally say, oh, he was able to hold the safety with the look of his eyes. Well, you don't control the look of his eyes because it's all automated. And then when you throw it, you can throw it to anybody. You can use precision passing on everybody, even though you have a quarterback. Like, I would say Lamar – I'm going to use Lamar Jackson. He's a good passer. But his vision cone would be narrower, yes, would be like that compared to like a Tom Brady. That's Kurt Warner right there. Right. So – it's just like you have that. It's like players were crying about it. This and we ain't talking about current day players. We're talking about players at the time th- these games were being released. That man was being released. Players were crying because they had to actually work to find the open receiver. And if they didn't, if their favorite team wasn't the Indianapolis Colts or the New England Patriots, and he, I think there were a couple other quarterbacks. If if uh, they I think were, I think I think, I think back then. Yeah. I think back then it was uh, Favre, yeah, Brady, Favre, Brady, Brady, Manning, and I think McNabb was another one I had. It, it was pretty wide too. Right, because I and look, I had Jason Campbell. His, oh yeah, his thing was narrower than Mike than Michael Vick's, and that's Michael Vick's right there. Right. So <laughs> I literally and and the thing is, EA at the time actually was dealing with quality. They actually had a snap feature once you were. Yep. In. So you could snap to – so that alleviated the whole, oh, I got to move the right analog. That's what, and that's where most of the folks were complaining. They were like, oh, I got to move this. No, you don't. If you know how to play the game, you know the controls, you would have been – one, you would have been thinking ahead about the throws that you can make, and two, the snap feature makes it easier. And they actually demonstrated this this uh, feature, and this people just weren't using it because they were just used to throwing it anywhere. They don't, they don't want to deal with the processes all right, I, all right. I, I got a question real quick. I know we've been talking about this. I think I'm gonna do this because um, I played it a few times. I want to bring back the the series of the the NC State and the Raiders on my Madden 08 and NCAA 08. I'm gonna start streaming those again on Twitch because I see a handful of people here really want to see it. And I mean, they you know they got memories of it. They want to see the struggle. Like State of Friends said, man, the struggle is where is that? Complimentary sports. I enjoyed the voyage of building a franchise. I know already um, Joe Numbers, he already plays the old school um, Maddens as well. So I'm going to go ahead and bring those back. Um, I, I just need to set up a day for them. So it's probably going to be Cyberpunk, the Sunday retro streams. And I'm going to play those two games as well uh, on the streams as well. Because I, I know a, a lot of people have been asking already, you know, so it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, complimentary sports. I'm going to tell, tell you something about that. He said at Mad 19, when the passing icon darkens, the receiver is open. Do you know that that was a feature in Madden 13, but it was the opposite. Madden 13, it was dark, and it would light up when they're open. Now I'm going to tell you something else. I'm going to go further back. Did you know that that was a feature in NFL Fever 04 when the icon was dark and it would lighten up when they're open? I bet nobody didn't know that about Fever 04. That That was a feature from a long time ago. And see, and the thing about it in Madden, they um they made it based on the receiver, not necessarily the quarterback. Right. That's the part that I feel is backwards. You should be able to deliver the ball at any point in time. Cause if, if the if they were darkened, you couldn't even deliver the pass. You couldn't like, throw no, the ball. 
Or even no, if so, you and, and even if you did, it'd be damn near automatically incomplete because they wouldn't they wouldn't be knowing to catch it. Right, and that's where I feel like okay, you can have the wide receiver awareness. Like let's say if there was a blitz, even though they had a streak route and they wouldn't be ready, but like five seven yards down the field before their icon lights up, if they had a high awareness, their icon would light up right away because they they read the blitz too. And this is what I'm talking about continuity. You see the blitz, do your receivers do the blitz? I see they do the pre-play on next gen where they're pointing out stuff. I was like, well, is them pointing out stuff making sense with the route that they may choose to do? So, yeah, or or be ready for it within their route. I'm like, in real life, I've I've read blitzes and just like just occupied the space where they left. Right. It's just that simple. But Hold on, I want to make sure I'm gonna make sure I'm right before I um I don't want to be 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 uh counted as wrong because I think I'm right on this. Let me see. E, if you are wrong, it's understandable. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, but I I I think I'm right because I remember I remember that. I think that was a uh, NFL mm-hmm. Fever 04. Yeah, because I'm I'm sorry, all these players do have vision cones. That's one thing I've always stated. It, their awareness. That's why you had the tackle cone that everybody was like making fun of. But I was like, that's that's another form of division cone. I mean, I'm like, you right. look at it. Oh no, you you playing cyberpunk when you come across enemy AI? What do you see on the map? A vision cone. Yeah, you do. You see it that's where they can see you. It's when like, they can see you, you're right. AI in programming altogether. I'm not really deep in the program, but when you see a vision cone, you try to avoid their vision, and you have an idea how it. They really do go into it on a couple of channels on um on YouTube. I had to find those channels again. Right. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm looking at the manual right now. I want to make sure if I'm right. I, I'm almost certain that that was a feature on. The um, Fever 04. If not, I know it, I, I'm going to have to look it up when I play the game because it might not be in the it may not be in the uh, in the manual. But I'm almost certain like if you run a play and it will not, they, it, you will see it darken but when they open it will light it will lighten up. Their, their okay. receiver um their receiver icon will lighten up. Okay. Antonio has a question. He says, do you know what restructuring means via for DJ? As far as what? I mean, restructuring could mean... Well, I, well, let's just look at it just as is. Basically, restructuring is when you have something in place, but you're making changes to make it either either fit something different than it already um, is. That's already in existence. Like, if we're looking at player contracts, if they're getting paid $10 million over a course of five years... You're redoing their contract to make it look different to fit maybe within a budget or or you're just taking a part of a building and you're changing it around. Like if you was in construction, you're just take you're just configuring a room to have it maybe flow differently. There is a whole different means, but we but restructuring just means just changing around. So maybe be different, be better, 
whatever your goal is in mind. It's just changing around stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much. I'm, I'm. I'm pretty much with you on that. That sounds. You said it's pretty much the same thing I would say. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look that up again because I'm almost certain that that was the case. I think it's in the um, what you call it, the training camp where you go and um do it, and it'll tell you that that's what it is. Hmm. Uh, I don't have anything else. You got anything? Nah, I, really I mean, don't. we we pretty much we we pretty much covered so much. Yeah, I'm like I would like to shout out everybody. Oh, there it is, right there. Oh, you found it? Huh. It's in the game database. Oh, oh, hold wow. on. Let me, let me see. Format receiver B target passing. It says QB mode, run mode, the button. Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can find it again. It was right where I was. Go ahead and do your outro if you want to, because I'm going to get to this in a second. Okay, so I don't even know what episode number. I think I'm on episode 11 for what the fuck just happened. I'm I, I, Obviously, I don't have the topics right now. I don't even <laughs> have any ideas. I'm like, my sleeping schedule has been way off this week. I, I was about to bring up... Um, I, I will say this. I did start a new channel in the Discord, the movie channel, so... The folks that are already part of Discord. First of all, if you ain't part of Discord, what are you doing? Come come to the Discord. Yeah, so, yeah, you need to do that. Let me let me put that up right yeah, now. I'm glad you jo- said that. Yeah, join the Discord. There it is so, right there. Link in the description. Y'all need to come on and check that out. We have plenty of channels that we can discuss sports, uh, music, uh, weird news. Uh, we have general now general section but i started a movie section and it's not really strictly movies you can talk about television shows actors actresses but that was one thing i brought up because i just went through the born series and you want to talk about um being immersed in 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 a movie as far as like these video games the action sequences in the born series is what should be mostly in these games like Uncharted actually fits this. And, you know, for one moment, I was actually thinking the Bourne series actually did Hitman better than Hitman as far as the movie was concerned. Because they were like, you had people just going in and out, disguising themselves, you know, grabbing key cards, like quick, all this was happening. That that was something that kept me immersed. But yeah, join the Discord. Um, Episode 11 will stream tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. You can follow me at EVO325. And um, I'll probably have some topics by then. Uh, I know last week for episode 10, it was mostly sci-fi films. I talked about Star Wars, Star Trek, just basically like how my foundation in sci-fi. So, you know, how like today we talked about foundations and video games and, and, um, sports gaming and stuff like that here at first in frame rates talked about my foundations and sci-fi in episode 10. So, and that will also be imported to YouTube. I'll, I'll do that sometime this week, but yeah, um, it was fun tonight. Uh, I know we were missing bills. So yeah, Bill uh, said he had to take the day off. So we understand we always have our moments, right? So other other than that, um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter 
DJ81. And that's all I got. All right. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm going to try to bring that back. The, um, the the NCAA 08 and the Madden 08. I think I I need to go ahead and bring that back because, uh, I I know a lot of people have been wanting to see it. A couple of guys already asked me, um, do we, um, should I bring it back or not? And, and I've been kind of like on the fence with it, but I think I need to go ahead and do that because a lot of people, you know, want to see it. And I enjoy playing. I do a lot. So, that's something that I need to do. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on Twitch, which is um, VF Baller. The link is also down in the description, not only for my but for DJ as well. You can go to Twitch and, and find us there. Give us a follow because we are over there just playing these games and not just talking about them. And we try to do our best to have fun while playing them. We do the best we can. So we really appreciate it. Uh, also, if you haven't already, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. And um, let's see, you can also, uh, oh, Spotify as well. Also, you can um, find out, uh, not find out, but if you want to check out any merch we got, you can go to the Teespring link. Check that out. I did a couple of tweaks to the pricing, so you can go there and check that out and see if you like anything over there. And it, it always helps if you support the channel. And also, we have a Patreon as well. Support the Patreon. That also always help as well. So give me about two seconds i'm gonna find this thing because it's i'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it like this I'm gonna, go to, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna determine because i know i'm right i'm gonna share the screen what to say right here in the, in the database right here qb run mode the button icon over the receiver's head will flash when he is open do not you do see that right there it is but when i go into the database and try to find it i can't find it on none of these pages and that's what i was like Yo, so let me see. It gotta be uh, number page seventeen. I'm gonna go to page seventeen. Uh, nineteen seventeen. Because I know because this is the first time I see it's not on here. But that is thing pad height. Yeah, that's a part of um uh FIBO four as well. But mm-hmm. I know it was there. I don't want to think anybody that I was think I was tripping because if you look back here once again, it says it. When the guys open the button to flash, so when you said in Mad 19, like you said, complimentary, you said Mad 19, the passing icon darkens when the is open. That's been a feature way back then. But I just can't find it in the database. But when you hit it, it tells you right here that it's there, but I don't know where uh, on here. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. I don't have anything and you know, there's a caller tonight, I guess. Uh, let's see, hot routes, one button passing. Yeah, and yeah. for those and for those that are, that are in this path of this nor'easter, uh, be safe tomorrow. Whenever it starts, so yeah, yeah definitely. Interesting tomorrow. Cause see, I'm from the south. I don't know anything about that. So yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, <laughs> Atlanta got hit with that ice storm, and, oh, and man. we didn't and we didn't know what to do down here, bro. I was hey, let me tell you a quick story before I go. I was stuck at my job for 19 hours because I was in North Atlanta spot in, in Sandy Springs near Buckhead. And I was working for a security firm for Cox Communications. And that snowstorm hit. I remember I got the work at um oh goodness, what time I got it? Because it was an overnight. I, I had to work overnight that night. And um no, I didn't have to work overnight. I only had to work the two 
I had to work the two to ten, two to eleven, or two to ten. So I got there at two, and when I got there, everybody they were telling everybody to go home because the snowstorm was supposed to be bad, and I was stuck there. I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be bad. I'm gonna be able to go home later on the night." So um, luckily, I didn't drive at the time. I took the train home. The trains got locked down. I ended up staying there from two o'clock to probably about twelve o'clock the next afternoon. I had to stay there all night and everything. They gave us beds and they gave us food. They made food for us. They did a good job, but I mean, it was horrible because it was not just me. You had people who were like the staff that does the kitchen work, people who were like working there doing IT work, people working for Cox Communications as far as the cable side and all this stuff. It it was a mess. And it was like we had about a thousand people staying there overnight. It, it was crazy. Well, 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 you know. I learned from that day, and I said, yeah, when I hear snow, I'm not going to work ever again. So, so uh, one more thing before we go. Uh, I, just, I just sent something in the DMs on Twitter. You may want to share the screen, because this is, this is kind of crazy. All right, let me see. I saw man, I'm not doing that, man. <laughs> Somebody trending. Yeah, I'm good. I'm no, no, good. No, 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 post it. Share it. No, nah, yeah. man. No, it's 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 funny. They'll, they'll like it. What are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> it doesn't look like James Harden went on that Eddie Lacy diet this off season. Whew. Oh, yeah, man. exactly, Mister Ham. They called it Snowmageddon. They 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 really did. People were on the side. I mean, people had to sit in their cars for like hours on two eighty five. It was horrible. But I ended up hey. making it home. But well, yeah, James Harden looked like he didn't gain some weight. Well, he like he that, he like he had the whole Thanksgiving dinner. To be honest, that's crazy. Man, I honestly think the the photo may have been doctored a little bit. But if he trying to find his way out of Houston, I don't think eating your way out is gonna is <laughs> <laughs> gonna work. Oh, that's crazy. But I like I like I like I like my man's uh his icon oh, though yeah, the spreader, the spreader gun. Yeah, I might have to do a, I might, I, yeah, I might, I might have to do a, a stream of 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 Contra one day. Mm-hmm. I can beat the game. I don't know if I can beat it without the thirty lives, but I can beat it. <laughs> hey, listen. You know you can get extra lives as you're playing. I so can, just, man. I can. That's what I'm saying. I think I can do it because even with the thirty lives, I don't, I don't die I, that many I times. I must beat that game without losing a life. I never so. tried. I will say that I never tried. So and I did this when I was when, at the time it came out. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I, I should be able to do it. That's my Black Bond tales for tonight. That I want to beat Contra without losing a life when I was. Now see, yeah, now see, I'm not gonna say I can't do it. I'll say I never tried it. I will say that because every time I played, I was just fascinated with putting oh, thirty codes in the Magic City Wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, he probably had some. You never know. All right, we're going to be out of here, man. Y'all be good. Yeah, I know, right? Y'all be good. Y'all be safe. Y'all wear a mask if y'all need to, man. I mean, don't be around people, but still wear them if they tell you to. Calvary is on its way. That vaccine is a year still. Hey, you see that, right? You see what I'm circling right there, right? That that vaccine for Moderna, clearing the way for emergency use. Hey, I got stock in that, man. So I'm about to get rich. Yeah, but that's funny that Pfizer got... uh, Clarence first. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny how that happened, right? Because yeah, was a, cause Moderna was in the lead. Yeah, because yeah, Trump. They, I think they had to do it because Trump 
is probably invested in it too. And no talent. Kind of, I wouldn't be surprised. Adventures that, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, y'all, we out. Y'all guys be good. See you guys on Thursday, episode 199, one away from 200. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace out. Party like it's 199. I know, right? <laughs>